The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's treasure. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew that you were a demanding person. Harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. And from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. dry today. It comes with a cold, doesn't it? Doesn't it? When it gets cold, it gets dry. Yeah. <clears throat> well, good morning and, and welcome. Yesterday I saw something. I had a part of my responsibilities to, to do a, a graveside service in, in Newburyport. And on one of, one of the headstones near where, where I was, was a little poem. And it said, Richer than I, you can never be, for I had a mother who read to me. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? We'll get back to why that hit me the way that it did um, in just a bit. The, the, first, the first reading today is really an, an excerpt from the great conclusion of the book of Proverbs, that last chapter of the book of Proverbs. Take the time to read that whole chapter sometime, and you'll see that it's, 
Its theme is in praise of the woman who fears the Lord. In the gospel, Jesus praises the servants he calls good and faithful for having devoted the gifts that they had been given by devoting them to him. And what's their reward at the end of all things, at the end of uh, at the final judgment? Come share your master's joy. What a, what a wonderful reward for a lifetime of faith. What more blessed destiny than to share in our Lord's joy? That, by the way, is, is, our, is our destiny. Cat, it's in the catechism. It's catechism 221. I looked it up last night. <laughs> it's a catechism 221 that our destiny is to share eternally in the exchange of love between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's where we're bound. That's an amazing, it's an amazing gift that we have to look forward to. Thanks be to God. What, what could be a greater, a greater gift than the joy of communion with God? Well, that first reading concerning the, concerning the faithful woman, there are a lot of reasons why it's, why it's remarkable. But what's most striking is to see it when it's read together with the parable, is to see how perfectly the faithful woman in the first reading matches the example of the faithful servant in the gospel. She embodies the faithful servant. She is the faithful servant. When the scriptures speak of her as the, as the faithful wife, her stature in the kingdom of God is elevated. It's elevated. Not so much in the culture anymore, sad to say, but certainly in the kingdom of God, that's an, that's an elevated, that's an honored, it's an honored place. It's not an accident that the church, us as a, as a body of people, is called the bride of Christ. It's not an accident that so often, especially in the prophets and the, and the poets of, of the Old Testament, it's written that God has espoused his people. I like that word, his spouse. He's espoused his people. He's engaged to his people. And it describes their relationship to him in terms that reflect the marriage covenant. Because the faithful wife is the model servant. And our Lord, uh, our Lord is calling upon us to honor her as the true example of what it means to be faithful. Now, this has application to us both personally, both individually, and as, as a body of people, as the, as the body of Christ. As a person, as, as someone who is trying to be a faithful follower of our Lord, I need to follow the example of the, of the woman that, that I see in, the, in, in Proverbs. I'm called to meet the terms of the, of the marriage covenant. Pope St. John Paul II, uh, in the Theology of the Body, his writings that were called the Theology of the Body, identified four elements to the marriage covenant. Uh, it is free, it's total, it's faithful, and it's fruitful. Free, total, faithful, and fruitful. It's a devotion that is given freely. We're not coerced into it. It's a devotion that's given completely. It's a devotion that's faithful. The, the woman does not have many lovers. And it's a devotion that's fruitful. And you can see how fruitful it is by the works of mercy that we, that we, that we heard about as she extends her hands to the poor and to the, and to the needy. These are the marks of a true marriage covenant. And these are the marks of the marriage covenant people of God. That's us. And as a body of people, as the bride of Christ, we're also called on to fulfill this marriage covenant in, in those same characteristics. 
And we actually confess those characteristics every time we come to Mass, as we did, as we did this morning. We come of our own free will to worship and to acknowledge our Lord. We leave behind as best we can anything that, that keeps our devotion to him from being complete. The moment we step into his presence, we're making a statement that we are forsaking any other claim to our, de- our deepest devotion. And as a body of people, we're called on to follow her example. We reach out our hands to the poor. We extend our arms to the needy. And that's a work that we do all our days. It's the work that we've been given to do. The good and faithful servants of Matthew's gospel are personified by that faithful woman in the passage from, from Proverbs, who perfectly represents to us the example of the life of faith, both for ourselves and for for our church. When I was uh, when I was very young, the first book I ever remember being given was a book of Bible stories. It's and it's called it's called the Book of God. This is this is that book. This is an old book. I'm an old guy. This, this is an old this is an old book. My mom gave me this book. She gave she gave me this book. Mom was a reading teacher, and I actually learned to read before I got to school. I was one of those lucky kids who, who learned how to read before I got to school. Uh, and this book was one of the books that she used to teach me how to read. Um, faith came in late in life for my mother. It's a difficult life in many ways, but faith came late in life, and it was a beautiful thing when it did. My dad's mother was the first person to teach me to pray the Lord's Prayer, the Our, the Our Father. And at two very crushing moments in my life, it was, the, it was faithful women who were most responsible for getting me back on my feet and convincing me that God had not abandoned me when I was pretty convinced that he had. The first group of nuns that I ever knew, I met while I was studying to be certified as a as a practitioner of the Theology of the Body, uh, the uh, Theology of the Body Institute in, in Pennsylvania, as I was being prepared to, re- to be received into the Catholic Church. I'm married to a most remarkable woman of, woman of faith. Friends, all of these women are being prepared for that moment when they will hear from our Lord, well done, good and faithful servant. Come, enter your master's joy. And friends, if it should be that, that uh, one day I hear those words, and I hope that that happens, it will largely be because of the faithful women that God has placed in my path. I want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is, is coming right up. Uh, let's give thanks to God this week by uh, honoring the women of faith who are, who are among us. Not just, not just in flattering words, but by following their example. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.